This episode originally aired on October 29th, 2021 on the Unethical Patreon. Our client today is Tally Hall and currently on the Murder Savvy podcast. Go check that out. You know, it's actually, you're going to be very useful in this episode, I think. Oh, because the others I haven't been. (laughs) Not not that you're not useful, that's not what I meant. Uh, But it did sound like that, which I'll take it. How's it going? Uh, Ricky, it's good to see you, pal. Looking good Ew. today. It's... I don't really go by Ricky. Oh, okay. Well, you're this is uh we're going by Ricky today. Why can't I call you Ricky? I mean you can, I just don't really go by it. So if I call you Ricky, you're not gonna Are you talking to me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh yeah, this has been slow, guys. We've been solving mysteries left, right, and fucking center. What's been going on? I've... You guys uh, got any lines on anything? Abigail! Yes? We got any, anybody call for us? Anybody leaving us? Like, we got any type of business up here? I I forgot to tell you. uh, Tally called, like, three days ago or something like that. Three days ago? Yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you. No wonder she was pissed when I was recording on Ethical with her the other day. I just ignored her. What are you doing? You're supposed to answer the phones. Oh, well, I wasn't really trained on this job, so I'm just I'm doing the best I can. Were you trained on the use of phones? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give you your messages as soon as I get them from now on, <laughs> which is apparently has a week lead time. <laughs> um, thanks to Abigail. Can you if the phone rings while we're figuring this out? Here's your training. The phone sits on a receiver, the little handle part. You pick it up and put it to your ear and answer. Can we do that? Oh, I can. I can do that. I know how to do that part. It's the getting the messages to you in a timely manner that I'm having issue with. I got you. <sighs> okay. I'll work you. on it. I work on it. I'll get better. I promise. Okay. Well, let's play Tally's message and see what the fuck she wants here. Private Dix team. This is an emergency situation. I need you to find the missing Tesla files as soon as possible. This is a stat situation. Go, go, go. I don't fuck around, guys. An elite team of private detectives. What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing. Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved. Maybe Mormons need mountains. Richard, shut up. Tally wants us to find out what happened to Nikola Tesla's missing files. Unfortunately, I know all about this. Actually, fortunately, because I had fun doing this one, guys. This is a good one. What do you guys know about Mr. Tesla? You guys know anything before I get going? Uh, he uh, he invented electricity. <laughs> okay. What do you what do you uh, know about him? Anything there gets it before you start Googling his fucking name? <laughs> I mean, I... I obviously know of Nikola Tesla. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him, yeah. like personal life and, and things that went wrong. I actually know nothing about this. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go. I'll just go through his whole backstory then. If you guys don't know much, he. This is one's more of like a. It's less of like a who done it. It's more of like a where is it and what's in it kind of mystery. So we kind of have a good idea of who done it, but I mean. Hey, man, maybe not. So we'll talk about it at the end. But I had a lot of fun doing this. So 
let's talk about this Serbian Serbian piece of shit. And I shouldn't say piece of shit. He was a good guy. Serbian. Actually, he was a great guy. By the end of his life, I'm just going to mention this right off the top. He was early on the curve with the women's rights activism, claiming women should be uh, treated equally in pay and work and everything else, the vote, all that kind of shit. And this is like before his time, very before his time. Vegetarian because he loved animals. Just uh, just a crazy mad scientist by the end uh, who was very nice. Not uh, I shouldn't say mad. What would be the word like? What would Doc Brown be? He's not a mad scientist, just a crazy. Manic? Yeah. Yeah, I guess one of those guys. Manic scientist. He was born in Smiljan, Smiljan, Austria. Smiljan. I don't know how to say that. S-M-I-L-J-A-N. Smiljan, Smiljan. Anyways, uh, in 1856. So you're welcome, guys. I brought us back to 1850s. I don't know what the fuck it is. I do it every time, but we're going back to the 1850s again. The myth, and this is not just one website. This is like 10 websites said this. The myth is that he was born on the stroke of midnight during the summer lightning storm. So, and a crash of lightning and he was crowned out of his mother's womb. Like, come on. It's fun to say, and it's not, obviously it's not true, but I mean, well, maybe it's true. It's just, I, I believe it entirely. Yeah. yeah. Seems real. Seems right. Mm-hmm. It's too crazy not to be true. Correct. Like a, uh, a potentially on the autism scale, electric Jesus. That's really what I think of him now. Smiljan is, a mo- is in modern day Croatia. Uh, but back then he was part of the Anglo-Australian or Australian, Austrian empire. Anyways, uh, his mother was said to be a brilliant lady, although she was never really formally educated. And his father was a priest of the Eastern Orthodox Church. He was the second youngest of five kids. And even as a kid, Tesla claimed to have a photographic memory. His parents were also blessed with this, both of them. His dad said one time that if all the classic literature and all the world were to disappear overnight, he'd be able to rewrite it all because off from memory. Photographic memory, I know you can like learn that skill. Like, I don't know. Do you guys have photographic memory? Probably not, eh? I mean, like I can remember shit and picture it, but I don't think. I don't know. I think I think there's some people out there who have like what is it? I think it's like an addictic memory or whatever. Yeah, they that's call what it. they call it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's the same thing you're referencing. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I think that that can exist. I don't know, but I I don't think it's something that you could learn. I feel yeah, it, it's not common, but I've heard you can learn it out from some websites. I don't know, but I feel like it's more genetic. If both your parents have yeah. it and you have it, yeah, for 19.95 a month, I could teach you how to do it. First checks in the mail. Um, might as well start now. It's like a Patreon subscription. Is it, just overdrafting the private dicks account already. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla said it was his mother's traits that led him to, to such an inventive life. Uh, he was saying that his mom's the smarter out of his dad, which makes sense because his dad was a priest in the Orthodox Church. <laughs> Nico could do uh, math so well uh, in his head that teachers thought he was cheating growing up. He would be able to figure out complex calculus before the teacher could even write the problem on the board. Tesla accounted for his brilliant mind because of his photographic memory. So I imagine that would be very helpful. You know, like I, I fuck that. I was thinking about photographic memory yeah. the past couple of days. Like how crazy would that be? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but if, if Tesla's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm super smart because I have a photographic memory. You're not smart. You're just memorizing shit. Yeah. Well, that's what being smart is. What is being smart? If other Smart's than, not memorizing things. Smart's taking the knowledge and jamming it no, in your brain smart, and remembering it. No, that's that's called uh, that's. Does that mean computers are smart? Well, there's two. There's different kinds of smart for sure. Intelligent is part of it. I think I think a smarter person can can 
make leaps and bounds off of just a little bit of information to make synaptic connections to be able to solve problems, not download everything into their brain. Look at him try to show us how smart he is. <laughs> Thanks, Saying man. Synaptic. You're just jealous of Nikola Tesla. <laughs> no, but that, there's you have a point. I'm not going to disagree with you. But what I'm saying is you can be super book smart, but there's street smart, right? Like that's the thing that and that's what you're talking about is like being able to like think quickly in a situation and be able to like make rational decisions and figure stuff out that way. Well, I don't think Tesla is either book or street smart. I think the dude could just remember everything. I don't think that's being smart. That's just memorization. Okay. Well, that's like, that's like if you know what's going to be on a test that you have to take today and you memorize it for a week and then you, that's it. You just memorized it. It doesn't make you smart. You just memorize the answers. It's kind of the same. I would agree. It's kind of the same, but not really because he would be able to carry this on for the rest of his life. So it's like knowing what's on a test past the test forever. Just seems like cheating to me. I don't know. Well, I guess, I guess like for sure. I bet you're both wrong. If he was born under a lightning strike, I think he might just be a lightning mage. (laughs) He probably wasn't smart or nothing. It was just magic. His wisdom and intelligence were low on the scale. It was his uh, charisma that pounded 10 points high. Yeah, his mana. His His mana was awesome. Was his skin actually this smooth or were these pictures like... I have a feeling the resolution wasn't super good in those times. So If your resolution is shit, does it make your skin look smooth? I don't know. Good question. Now, I'm going to say his skin was that smooth and he was moisturizing. If you're wondering how he was using uh, uh, bird cum because he was into pigeons. He was using mm. pigeon cum and he was wiping all over his face. Does that work? I don't know. Okay, according to Tesla, it is. I don't know why his fucking skin Do, bur- do pigeons even come? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Pigeons, they're going to have to like, don't they like jizz on the eggs? Like, don't they like fertilize it? Yes, the pigeons lay a clutch of eggs that the male pigeon then hovers over <laughs> and comes upon. That's how that's how pigeons reproduce. You nailed it. Thanks. I'm yeah. smart. All right. Tesla. OK, here's here's something that uh, about the memory part that I didn't say yet. Uh, Tesla claimed that certain words would automatically conjure up memories. And sometimes he had a hard time distinguishing the real from the memories like he would go get brought right to that spot and eventually you just like get out of it like oh yeah this happened already so this dude could time travel is what i'm hearing this no, he this was- is like the butterfly effect this guy does not have photographic memory he read his fucking journal transported himself back into time and all of a sudden was in his mother's womb and is like i just remembered it <laughs> yeah all right ashley uh, kutcher i know you're playing yeah. nice try <laughs> Awesome. I can I can already tell you're an Edison guy. All right, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had an older brother, Dane, who died at, in 1863 at the age of 12. Dane was the oldest boy in the family, and he was considered to be the smart one out of the family. Some accounts indicate that little six-year-old Nico caused the accident by spooking the horse. So Dane killed, or he killed his older brother, Dane, by accident. Damn. By accident, six-year-old, he remembered what he was getting picked on at four. He took my <laughs> yeah. my carrots or whatever the fuck they like to eat in Serbia in 1850-something. And then he killed him. But yeah, so this actually like stayed with him his whole life. The the death of his brother, like watching that happen at such a young age. Usually trauma like that will stick. I'm not going to really get into why. I'll tell you a little bit later because it's I'll be repeating myself. So Well, you, you don't need to say why. He remembered it exactly how it happened perfectly. Yeah. He could just witness it anytime he wanted Sorry, to. Not why, how is what I mean. Like how it affected oh. him. Sorry. Like I said, Tesla was very smart in other ways too. At an early age, he picked up and was fluent in six languages. 
and was considered a science prodigy before he was 16 years old. So he moved to Karlovac and it's a bigger city that's nearby to attend high school. They had like more of a, I don't think, I don't think high schools were in every little Serbian town back then. I think once you were done primary school, you would have just went to work or if you were smart enough, you got shipped to the bigger city. That's kind of what I take from the whole thing, but I couldn't figure out why he left town, but I think that's why. Because he killed his brother. Yeah. He's on the lamb. Yeah. He got, uh, when he was in high school, they had a very good physics department and he got interested in the quote unquote from his mouth, mysterious phenomena that was electricity. Uh, he wanted to quote, no more of this wonderful force. And he wanted to pursue engineering in post-secondary. Now his parents expected Nicola to either join the priesthood, priesthood like his dad, because now he's the oldest son. And that's how they did it back then. Or he was supposed to join the military. Oh, it's a good thing he didn't join the military. Having a lightning mage in the Croatian military would really have. <laughs> that would have been scary. Put shit. them at the, yeah, they'd be a superpower today. <laughs> oh, man. It, you don't even know how much the, your little lightning mage joke is going to be hilarious later on. All right. In 1973, when he graduated high school a year early, three years, he went back to his hometown. And then this is where he contracted cholera. And I don't know if you guys know what cholera is. It's really rare to get now, but it's a, you just shit your pants and puke. All you can't keep that. You die from dehydration, basically. He was bedridden for like nine months and he came near to death many times. When he was on his uh, deathbed, sickbed, he got his father to agree to let him go to engineering school. But his dad's only stipulation was that you don't die. His dad was like, after a, a lot of prayer, if you don't die, you can do what you want. So that was the best part about cholera for him. It's a good deal. Yeah, he got to do what he wanted instead of be a fucking priest, which is lame. Now, during Tesla's recovery as well, uh, in a later interview, like when he was in his 70s, uh, he claimed that Mark Twain books were the only uh, one of the only things that kept him going and may have been the only reason for his recovery. So he was smitten with Mark Twain at a young age in Austria at the time. After high school, you were required to do three years of military, um, regardless of what you were doing. Mm. But to avoid that, he fled to the mountains in only hunter garb and he had a bundle of books. So he went and ran to be a mountain man for like two years or a year, I guess, year and a half, just to avoid being conscripted. That's fucking cool. That's pretty badass. He says that time was, it made him stronger and physically and mentally being up there alone, living off the land, which would prove to be helpful for him later. So a year later, after being in the mountain, Tesla enrolled in the Austrian Polytechnic School in Graz. He got a full scholarship. Uh, He was a straight A student taking twice the amount of classes as the other students. Uh, by year two, he was arguing with his teacher, uh, teachers about their equations every day and knowing the shit out of them, saying that they're wrong. Yeah, it says rocking the boat gets you in trouble. And by the end of that year, he had lost his scholarship. He wasn't kicked out of school, but he, he got a lot of fails because he was being a dickhead. Mm. This is when Tesla starts taking up gambling. Cards and billiards were his games. The gambling grew to an addiction. And this is when he actually got kicked out of school. Yeah, bad gambling addiction. So he had to drop out and he didn't make it to year four. So this is 1878. Uh, He was so embarrassed that he dropped out of school that he kind of like cut ties with everyone he knew, his parents included. Um, A lot of people thought he had died. That's how good he like ran away. Like they thought he drowned in the Murr River. Like I guess he's dead. Okay. Lightning priest (laughs) doesn't survive water. 
I think they could text him. Yeah. <laughs> he actually, what he did was he moved to Slovenia and he worked for an engineering firm as a draftsman and he would still gamble on the streets with the local men around there. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty much with Rick now. He can't be smart. Like, you can't be that fucking smart and be like, but this. That's, that's the <laughs> thing. You don't have to be smart if you remember everything. But, and then the other thing is, though, too, this is what makes him more fucking stupid, because if you can remember everything, you can cheat when you gamble. <laughs> yeah, that's Count why cards. Easy. I yeah. guarantee he was counting cards. Guaranteed. No doubt in my mind. With a photographic memory like that, you'd make so much fucking money. You remember who the Indians were. Oh, you were. think that was his game? Well, how did he keep, how'd he keep losing then? Uh, he, he did, nobody said he lost. He just got a gambling addiction. Oh. <laughs> Fair he enough. Did he ever lose? That's what I want to know. They didn't really get into too much of it, but I never heard, I never saw anywhere that he lost all his money gambling. I never saw he that. He was embarrassed. Uh, he was embarrassed for getting kicked out of school because he begged for mm, it. And dad on mm. his fucking deathbed had to like, you know what I mean? His dad probably thought he was going to die. I was like, fine, fine. You can go to fucking engineering school. Just don't die. And then he, yeah. So you're just embarrassed. That's why I said slightly autistic on the spectrum somewhere, because I think that's what it is. I think he's like a rain man. Does that make you smart? Maybe. So when he was in Slovenia, he got so depressed. He actually went to his first mental breakdown when he was all broken down. His father actually found out he was in Maribor, Slovenia. And then he went there to convince him to come home. And Tesla in his depressed state refused him, but it didn't really matter anyway, because the Slovaks, is that what we call Slovenian people? Slovenians? Slovaks? Slavs. Slavs? Slavs? Sloths. Sloths, yeah. They found out that he was actually working there illegally, and they kicked him out under armed guard. They brought him back to Croatia. Like, get the fuck out of our country, you kraut or kraut, kraut. Yeah, kraut. I know that one. So three weeks after he got back, his father died from a stroke. So he at least got a couple of days with his dad before he passed away. And then in 1880, Nikola's uncle saved enough money for Tesla to move to Prague to go to university there because everyone recognized his genius. Attending school this time was not in the cards, though, because he got there too late and missed the enrollment deadlines. And even if he had gotten there on time, he didn't speak Greek or Czech and those were required to get in. That, those weren't one of his six languages. But we're, I, I mean, come on, give him a couple minutes. He should be remember the entire language. What's going on here? Yeah, he got there too late to begin with, but he didn't even know the two languages he didn't pick. Like, fuck. Yeah, it seems like bullshit to me. What languages did he know? The ones that nobody else spoke? No, he knew like all the uh, like English, French, Spanish. Uh, Elvish, Orcish, Dwarven. <laughs> uh, S3. Uh, middle tongue. Yes. Uh, common tongue. That's the common, common tongue. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got, you got both in middle and, and common. Yeah. At the age of 25 in 1881, Tesla's uncles helped him again by getting him a job in Budapest, uh, Hungary to work for the Budapest telephone exchange. He was soon chief electrician because he was innovating the electrical systems from day one, making a name for himself with his superiors. Tesla sought out, uh, was a sought after fellow for the next couple of years. He made many discoveries, improvements on the electrical systems, but one eluded him for years, the AC current motor, like the uh, alternating current motor. Now, AC power was already discovered uh, and AC motors already existed, but nothing was efficient enough yet to be commercial. And that Tesla pining over that while he was working at the Budapest, that set him into his second mental breakdown, which I find hilarious. He's just so mad he can't figure it out. And he just 
I'm crazy. The electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After his symptoms subsided in February, 1882, Tesla finally had his epiphany and figured out his AC motor problem while reciting poetry in the park with a friend. Isn't that fun? Lots of fun. Poetry spells. And he got, he got out a pen or not a pen. Sorry. He got out like a stick and he drew out his schematics on the ground and was like, I figured it out. And the guy that was with him was like, what did you figure out? He's like, I figured it out. Like not anywhere, but his mind. Right. And the other guy was like, okay, man, I'm sure that works. Not even friends with this guy. He just ran into him at the park. Yeah. Now, do you guys know what the difference between AC power is and DC power? One is alternating. One is nonstop current. So one's extremely dangerous because it always has a volt voltage running through it. Whereas one you can touch. It doesn't matter. Yes. To a point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can kill yourself with either, uh, just depending on how much voltage is going through at the time. But AC power, okay, I'm just going to do it for everyone who doesn't understand because I had to wrap my brain around this a bit. I'm not a fucking smart person. So there's a good movie on it called Edison. Called Edison. Of course, they called it Edison. What a fucking piece of trash. Anyways, AC power is alternating current. It's a form of electricity that can travel great distances and be converted into DC power when necessary. So DC direct current has more consistent voltage delivery, but can't travel long distances. Cause like AC, cause it's like a, a loop, like a circuitry, right? Direct current will keep going. Cir- like the electrons will keep going circle with the alternating. They can like go a bit and then move the power to the next one and move a bit. So they don't have to move so far. So it can go travel great distances, just transferring power from electron to electron. Just to give you an example, anything in your house that requires batteries, that is DC power. Like that's a battery power goes right from the battery into like your xbox remote or your tv controller or something like that now your house anything that's wired up is usually ac power so they both still have their uses today but the ac thing is a lot more useful when did they get together and start writing sick ass rock and roll music that was in 1981 and we all fucking never forget cool it was just a lightning bolt that showed up you know the rest was already Mm. there Ah. joining (laughs) factor i see he was excited because finally he had an AC motor that was theoretically efficient. In his mind, it was efficient and it would work. He hasn't made it yet, though. During the, all the excitement, when he just figured this out, his luck's finally up. The Budapest telephone company was sold and Tesla was basically laid off looking for another job. I don't think they gave layoff papers back then. I think they just went, meh. <laughs> Tesla moved to his next job with his then boss and started working at the uh, Continental Edison Company in Paris. So it was Edison's company, but just the European version. And then in 82, so a year later from when he got his first Budapest job, Tesla was given junior engineer status at the uh, Continental Edison company and was tasked with setting up and repairing Edison's DC electrical and lighting systems in Paris. Tesla was bragging about his AC motors to his bosses and contemporaries and how efficient they would be for sending power long distances. But everyone wasn't interested because they already had a lot invested into these DC systems and they didn't want to have to change anything. They already did this. This is just new stuff already. DC is pretty new at this time already. They already bought into it. Fuck this AC thing. We're already sunk into this, right? The thing about DC, it only has like a two kilometer transmission range. So, or 1.2 miles or whatever the fuck it is, uh, transmission range. So, only anybody that could really afford a big generator could actually have power, right? You couldn't really just buy power yet. When he was on a repair in Germany for a DC system that exploded a parts of a, a train station, 
Tesla rented a machine shop and built his first AC motor and generator. And it worked like a charm. So his brain was working good. The schematics all up there. Good times. Well, not great. I don't think. I think he's some sort of autism. Jesus Christ. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just not there's anything wrong with that. It just means his brain wasn't working all the way. <laughs> As was implied by that entire train of thought. Uh, once he was back in Paris, Tesla tried to get funding to build more AC motors from uh, the Continental Edison. They denied him his startup money and Tesla felt like they didn't appreciate him. Some accounts say that Tesla's expectations were way too high and he probably should never have gotten the startup funds from anyone, really. Like, dude, you're, you're a 25 year old kid. Why do we listen to you? But he was real butthurt about it. He was pissed. He was complaining all the time. And he was, after complaining for a while, he was encouraged by his American boss at the Continental to bring his invention to America. His name was Charles Batchelor. He said, bring it there. It's a land of opportunity. You can get stuff finished over there. People over here are stubborn. Go there. And actually, Charles Batchelor was heading back to America to go run the American version of the Continental. So it was like the American Edison Machine Works. So he's like, come, I'll get you a job. If you come down, no problem. So that's what Tesla did. He On June 6th, 1884, he went to America and he also had to borrow this money from his uncles again. So his uncles were pretty nice to him. And he went via ship and his voyage over the, the ocean was a nightmare from the start. By unlucky chance, mutiny broke out on the ship and Tesla was nearly thrown off the edge of the boat. His ticket, money, and most of his luggage was stolen. And so he landed in America in uh, September 1884 with four cents in his pocket, a few poems, and whatever was left of his baggage. And even though he had a harrowing journey to uh, America... Uh, some say Tesla was working at Edison Machine Works the very day he landed. The, uh, some other reports said it was the next day, but who gives a fuck? That's why he went there for, right? Yeah. He met with Edison basically the day of, but he had a note in his pocket from Charles Batchelor. And the note said, dear Mr. Edison, I know two great men, one of them being you, Mr. Edison, and the other being this young man. So pretty good fucking recommendations. And he, he hired him directly. Pretty bad poetry, though. Yeah, terrible poetry. Yeah. yeah. Imagine he pulled it out. He's like, look what note I have. And it's like Don Juan. He's like, oops, sorry. So, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Edison Machine Works shop was overcrowded with several hundred employees. Uh, Tesla had the same job he did in Paris, which was troubleshooting and improving generators as a junior engineer. He did this job so well that he was almost immediately invited to fix the first ship with an electrical system. It was called the Oregon weeks and weeks of trying to figure this shit out. Tesla shows up, fix it within 24 hours. And he impressed Thomas Edison so much who called him in Tesla's words. This is quoting Tesla, not Edison, because he may or may not have said this, but Tesla said that he called him a damn good man. Tesla was then tasked with improving Edison's arc lighting system. Now, do you guys know what arc lighting is? I know what an arc is, but... Basically street light lamps. What they were back in those days was just direct DC fucking energy shooting to another nodule on top. So it just made light from energy getting shot, like lightning bolts, little mini lightning bolts, right? And they were super fucking dangerous. Like sparks would fly all the time. They'd explode all the time, like in the middle of downtowns. So yeah, Edison, you know what? Tesla, you go ahead and make that better for me so I don't fucking have so many explosions. He did. He did it within uh, not a very long time. But Tesla's 
design was shelved due to it being AC powered and nothing was compatible with Edison's DC system that was all over the place. So Edison didn't want to change his plans, didn't want to hear it. He's already making a shit ton of money. But then Edison says to him, okay, fine. You did a good job with that. I will pay you 50K in bonus. And that's their money, that their time money to improve my DC dynamos, which are just basically the motors at the time. Today's money, that's $1.4 million. So that's no fucking joke. That's life-changing money. Tesla, to the amazement of Edison, does this within one week of him asking. But Edison does not give him the bonus, claiming that it was a practical joke. He literally said to Tesla, he said, it's one of these two things because it's been quoted two different ways. It was either, you just don't understand American humor, quote unquote, or when you become a full-fledged American, you'll understand American jokes. And that does not shock me. It sounds like the most American sentence ever said. Yeah. He just stole his fucking, he didn't give him the 50K and he took the fucking improvement too. What a piece of shit. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. However, if it were me and it was something that I thought nobody could do and it only took him a week, that is exactly the excuse I would use. Be like, oh, but I'm just joking, man. (laughs) You're crazy. I could have done that. I was just seeing where you were at. A super bummed out Tesla quits Edison Machine Works on the spot, even though Edison offers him a raise of $10 a week to uh, stay, bumping him up to $26 a week, which is about 600 bucks in our time a week, which damn, not very good. No. So he'd only work there six months. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> that was a laugh like you've met your heroes and it went well <laughs> no, i love i love i love that phrase never meet uh-huh. your heroes yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is january 1885 so when he got when he quit what he did was he took the shelved arc system that he developed for edison and he started working on getting it patented right away which was a success actually he got a patent pretty right away and then he secured funding from uh, businessman Robert Lane and Benjamin Vale and started his own company, Tesla Electric Light Manufacturing in New Jersey. Over the next year, he patented a bunch of new things, about six different inventions. One of his patents was an improved DC motor. So fuck you, Edison. I made a better motor than I just made. And then in 1886, Tesla's company was to build and set up Tesla's improved arc light system in Rahway, New Jersey. Rahway, is that a thing? Sounds right. And... It was supposed to light up some of the street and some factory buildings. Now, Tesla's new system gained notice in the technical press instantaneously. They really liked all the new features that he had. Like there was like a automatic shutoff. There was a thing that like overloaded so they wouldn't blow up on the fucking streets. They were, they were really. <laughs> That's a feature. I know. It doesn't fucking kill anybody. It's yeah, got it, the best feature. Yeah, it doesn't blow up. It won't kill your sister while she's trying to go get you some food. <laughs> He got a lot of notice for it and it was really well done, but his financiers like Lane and Vale, they didn't see the point in getting into electrical motor business because there was already a lot of competition. They just wanted to focus their attention on electrical distribution. So they wanted to create their own utility. They ended up calling that the Union County Electric and Manufacturing Company. They took all their money out of the company and left Tesla penniless and patentless because all of his patents were held up in a stock. So they just fucking, they took all the shit. They just left him with nothing. 
Um, second time. Love it. Destitute, Tesla took many small electrical jobs to, just to get by. Questioning his life choices and remarking on his wasted education, Tesla even resorted to digging ditches for $2 a day. Damn. Yeah. Well, at least he wasn't above manual labor. Yeah. That's I true. mean, I, I feel like a smart man might have insulated himself from some of this bullshit. Oh, but... he's not business savvy at all. He's a fucking idiot when it comes to that, for sure. Clearly. So by late 1886... So this is only about a year. He's pretty much penniless and shit. Uh, Tesla got some new backers, Alfred S. Brown and Charles F. Peck, that were interested in his new ideas. Brown was a banker and Peck was a New York attorney. So how do you think that goes? Smart dudes, though. These two guys were very smart in their own way. Not, not smart. Everybody's smart in a way, I guess. Uh, this time, Tesla was smarter when it came to business negotiating. And he asked for one third of profits. They could get one third of profits and the other third went to new research and development. So they set up uh, the new Tesla electric company with a lab in Manhattan and he began to develop new electric motors and other electric devices. They're applying for their first patent within a year. And then on April 1887, Tesla invented his most significant invention of all, the brushless alternating current motor. He figured out that you could use the magnetic pull of the fucking earth to to rotate the shit versus using brushes and levers that would wear out and spark and shit like that. Uh, This is actually what we use mostly to this day still when it comes to AC motors. It's considered the most important invention, probably more important than the telephone. Not even taught in school, Tesla isn't. So I find this crazy. This AC motor proved to be vastly superior than the standard across America DC systems that was already starting to get a foothold. Uh, Over the next few years, Tesla Electric Company publicized the new AC motor and verified its superiority to the current DC infrastructure. He was doing lots of like talks at universities and stuff like this at this point, explaining it. And everyone was like, oh, you're right. This is much better. In July 1888, Brown and Peck licensed the new motor to George Westinghouse for $60,000, 150 Westinghouse stocks, and $2.5 per motor sold. And he also got royalties on every horsepower that he sent out through his system. So just so you guys get a kind of an idea of this, $67 per motor, he got the Westinghouse stock plus $1.66 million dollars that's what their company got so plus the royalties the real money was in the royalties okay then westinghouse on top of that hired tesla for two thousand a month which is like forty eight thousand dollars a month in our money i have to keep telling you this shit because this is pretty crazy like fuck imagine making 48 grand a month wow yeah and then he wanted tesla to go to getting streetcars powered in pittsburgh so he went to the westinghouse pittsburgh lab and all was great after a year of trying, which he did not succeed. They ended up going with a DC system for those fucking Pittsburgh cars. He came back to New York and he opened up a new lab and moved into a posh new place. Weston, Westinghouse, sorry. Uh, he was actually at this point, DC, or AC was picking up steam and he was crushing Edison. Edison was having a hard time. He was gaining new fronts on his uh, power system each and every day. All the while, Tesla was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year from his AC motor royalties at Westinghouse. Uh, as Westinghouse and Edison fought for superiority superiority in the energy game. Edison went on the attack with PR campaigns showing the dangers of AC power by killing small stray animals with it. See, now this is something we did learn about in school. 
Didn't he shock an elephant? The most famous killing is Topsy the elephant on Coney Island. He's trying to scare people, right? AC power must be dangerous if it can kill an elephant. Like that's the whole thing behind that. But the thing about the elephant, I started looking into it. It's not actually Edison at all. It isn't. Uh, it's one of the myths, though. It did happen. Okay, don't get me wrong. An elephant did die. Don't be, don't be confused. Yeah, it did happen. It just it had nothing to do with the, the like battle of the currents is what they were calling the the whole Westinghouse Edison feud. Oh, they just shocked an elephant for funsies. That's one does. It was ten years after the whole thing, and actually, Topsy was owned by like a circus on Coney Island, and it actually got free and killed a spectator. So the owner executed it for its crimes. <laughs> Not even joking. We hereby, the Cirque du Soleil freak, find Topsy guilty of murder. This is even funnier. The execution of Topsy was filmed and it was released in the coin-operated kinetoscopes under the title Electrocuting the Elephant. So they recorded it. <laughs> they put it as a, an attraction. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. Oh, I hope they all died of syphilis. Yeah, and those kinetoscope things, that would be like a singular viewing thing. Like it had like like goggles kind of thing. You'd put your face up to it and you'd watch inside of a box. It was like a private weird experience of you watching an electrocuted fucking elephant. Well, I mean, I would want some privacy when I watch that, but. (laughs) All it did to me was just prove that not only Edison was a dickhead, there was lots of dickheads back in those days. But the dickhead Edison was killing strays, okay? It gets better though. Edison actually patented the electric chair and he was using his electric chair to kill fucking strays. <laughs> he would get the fucking strays and strap them in and zap them. Edison even arranged the first person to die from a legal, uh, and I'm saying they said legal a bunch in this, the first legal use of the electric chair to kill someone as a way, he, he actually arranged it to happen at for the war between Westinghouse. So what he would do, I find it genius what he did. He, he made it, the electric chair, use uh, AC motor, like electricity. And he got, he arranged the execution. He got the guy to sit in it, killed him with it, and then blamed Westinghouse for his AC, to, like power killing him. Like that's fucking hilarious. He just said, Damn. if it wasn't for Edison, I could have never killed this man. You mean Tesla? You know, like, <laughs> wow. It's so crazy. Whenever anybody died from the electric chair after that for the next couple of years, Edison would call it being Westinghouse. That guy oh, got fuck. Westinghouse. Like, fucking Edison is a piece of shit. Who was the guy that they killed? Uh, it, was, it was some guy who killed his wife with an axe. It wasn't like anybody famous. It was just some oh, criminal damn, who was getting going to get killed anyway. Uh, it just was the first guy that. It was, it was an intern in a fake beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the summer of 1889, Tesla traveled to Paris for the World's Fair out there. It was Exposition Universelle. There, Tesla learned about Heinrich Hertz's new research and one of those things being the existence of radio waves. This actually inspired Tesla to come back and invent the Tesla coil, which was used to provide wireless electricity, including radio waves. Now, even though Westinghouse was gaining ground on Edison on the War of the Currents, by 1890, just two years after signing the Tesla contract, Westinghouse's company was in trouble. He owed so much in royalties to Tesla. The deal was actually a fucking great deal, okay, for Tesla, because they nobody ever thought it would take off to this extent. Edison and Westinghouse were undercutting each other and litigating each other so much that Westinghouse was about to close doors. And he said, if you don't 
help me out here, Tesla. If we don't renegotiate this contract, I'm going to shut down. You'll get nothing. So by November 1890, Tesla developed some of the first neon and fluorescent light. So we can thank him for fucking neon. I didn't know that. Ooh, thanks. His most impressive invention during this time period was when he illuminated a vacuum tube wirelessly with energy from the Tesla coil. So this is fucking more than a hundred years ago. He's using wireless electricity. I find that crazy. I, I didn't realize yeah. how bonkers this is. So in July, 1891, Tesla becomes an American citizen. Now I makes me wonder if Tesla understood Edison's hilarious joke about bonuses at this point. I wonder if he was like, Oh, now I get it. You know, I'm making fucking hand over fist money while you're going bankrupt asshole. <laughs> That's just a Serbian joke. Yeah. So the year later is when Westinghouse, he was forced to go to Tesla and go like beg him to release his company from the grips of his royalties. And he said to him, quote unquote, your decision determines the fate of the Westinghouse company, Mr. Tesla. And Tesla agreed to amend the contracts and rip them up on the spot without even thinking about it. He wasn't really into the money anyway. He was more into the discoveries. He was like that. But his new deal with Westinghouse is that Westinghouse would get all the patents of his motors royalty free for a lump sum of $216,000, which is about $6 million in today's money. So Tesla did that out of the kindness of his heart because he liked Westinghouse. Westinghouse was the only guy who actually gave him a chance. So he didn't want to see Westinghouse get fucked. So instead he, he ripped up the contracts. If he didn't do this, economists economic people conservative estimates put him to be the first billionaire in the world i guess bros before ho powers i got i got nothing <laughs> bros before bezos <laughs> yeah i guess so now now tesla's famous okay he's doing lectures in america europe uh and he's Blasting about wireless energy and how much potential is there for wireless energy to everyone. Anybody would listen. Well, when he's in Europe, Tesla's mom dies and he goes back to his home country of Croatia. And when he makes it to Croatia, to his surprise, he's being greeted with fucking salutes. He's, he's like their most famous mind. He's, he's become famous over there. So that and it became it stayed that way. He's on their money now and everything like Tesla's big over there. So when he get back to America. He had a lot of money in his pocket and he didn't really like to live in apartments or anything. He always used to live in hotels. So he moved into a brand new hotel that was newly constructed right beside the also newly constructed Madison Square Gardens. A year later, Westinghouse gets uh, the contract to light up the Chicago's World Fair and he invites Tesla to help light up the show and show off the, uh, the AC power system. Now, Tesla, I don't know why I added this, but I had to because it was interestingly weird. Tesla at that World's Fair was, he like shocked him, didn't shock himself, but he let the AC power go through him. His hair went all crazy. See, look how safe it is. He did all that stuff. We also had this other invention there, which was called the Egg of Columbus. And he, he powered it with his phase coil induction motor and he made the, the egg spin on its like head. And that was like, everyone's like, ooh, the metal egg can spin. They didn't have Game of Thrones back then. Yo, I'm into that shit. It's cool, right? But I mean, I've never... He had a whole setup. He was fucking king of the World's Fair there. He lit it all up. Uh, after the World's Fair, the whole War of the Currents was fucking over. Edison was done. Damn. After the war was over, the Westinghouse actually got a contract to produce the first hydroelectric power plant at Niagara Falls, which they completed in uh, 1895. 
So Westinghouse just got fucking loaded. He figured out how to harness water, like waterfalls uh, into AC. JP Morgan actually bought out Edison. And then he made, that's when he made the General Electric Company, GE, which is still around today. And then Tesla just invented and invented and researched and researched. He wasn't really, he was staying out of the limelight, just doing his thing. Uh, he was obsessed with the wireless energy thing. Uh, he claimed you could send wireless or signals through the world's atmosphere, which ended up being kind of true. That's how you bounce radio signals off the ionosphere. So it goes back around the world. Like if you have ham radios or whatever, that's how you do it. You like, so he wasn't wrong, but he was just, he was just a little ahead of his time, right? No, everyone was like, you're crazy. But he was, he was just working on it. Uh, and around this time when he has his Manhattan lab, he becomes friends with uh, a man named Samuel Clemens. You know who Samuel Clemens is? That's, that's the guy who uses the N-word in his books all the time. Yes. That's what he's famous for. I did not know that. It's Mark Twain. I just like that you knew that off the top of your head. Yep. All right. This is the guy who he looked up to as a kid when he almost died with cholera. So they, they became quick friends. And Mark Twain loved electricity. He was always in there farting around with his little whatever doodahs he had. Twain apparently was moved to tears when he found out he uh, Tesla was the only thing that made him recover. So he was crying like these guys are <laughs> so full of themselves. Dramatic back in the day, like relax. Uh, there's pictures of them two mucking around with electricity. If you're interested, like you can go look up Tesla and Mark Twain. There's a lot of shit. Oh yeah. They, they for sure had sex. Yeah, for sure. The most famous story of them together. I don't know if this is the most famous, but it's most interesting to me was that Tesla invented a thing he called the earthquake machine. It oscillated at many frequencies, sometimes shaking the entire lab. So it was a little device and he could put it on things, figure out the resonance frequency of that thing. And he could shake it you he said he could later on in life he said he could take down the empire state building with it he could just like find the resident frequent or the frequency for it just shake it down like use it for demolition and shit like that and and mr clemens said that um the the first time that he and mr tesla kissed he was like did you turn on the earthquake machine <laughs> no that was just us <laughs> yeah it's just it literally rocked his world mm -hmm. with this oscillating machine he couldn't really figure out a good way to use it pro like in a commercial fashion so he knew Tesla from hanging out with Twain knew that Mark Twain had constipation issues. Okay. And he was looking for a way to make this oscillator fucking worthwhile. So he told Mark Twain to jump on the machine and he vibrated the shit right out of him. Literally. He made him, uh, he was like, he told Mark Twain, get off the machine. You're going to shit. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, it feels good. And then he said, oh no. And he went and he shit his pants. So Tesla made Mark Twain shit his pants in his lab. Oops. <laughs> I love he, it. <laughs> uh, that sucks. My man loved white suits. <laughs> he did. And big ass mustaches. He mm -hmm. got one of the two that day. Yeah. They remained friends the rest of Mark Twain's life. He was invited. Tesla was invited to his daughter's wedding, which was a big deal, apparently, and until he died. So that's the end of Mark Twain. I just wanted to tell him that he made him shit his pants. That's uh, fucking okay. I never knew that story. Yeah, that's a great one. That's so great. <laughs> so on March 13th, 1895, Tesla's lab burnt down, ruining his current projects and also burning a lot of his current notes. This set him into his third depressive state. It set him back about 50 grand worth of material and thought. Oh, Steph. no. One month's worth of work. Yeah, not anymore. He already gave up his his royalties. He's not making any money at this point. Where did it all go? He, he took two hundred sixteen thousand dollars. That's it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I see yep. in my head there was this was an ongoing deal that he was racking up money from. Not anymore. Westinghouse almost died. Oh, Westinghouse's company almost fucking folded because of it. So he said, okay, I'll just take a lump sum. So he's not oh. making any money at this point. But he eventually got out of his funk and he moved to a lab near Chinatown and he continued on. He was ex- this is where he started experimenting with x-ray photos. So he's, he's like known as one of the inventors of the x-ray as well. It was actually... He was x-raying Mark Twain, which I find funny. He was, he was putting it up to his head. They didn't know anything about it. He's just like x-raying his fucking head. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. Oh, my God. Smart people are so fucking dumb. That is what it is. But they didn't know. How would you know? He was just like, it's light. Electricity and light. That can't hurt you, right? And it's like, oh, Mark Twain died of cancer, brain cancer. Weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wrote Huck Finn after that. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if a main character was racial slur Jim? <laughs> In 1898, Tesla demonstrated remote control based a, a boat. He was at the world's at Madison Square Gardens. He got like a four foot boat and it was a remote control, which was very brand new at the time. Fucking before the 1900s, we have remote control shit. And he tried to sell this to the to the government and stuff like that. Everyone just kind of called him a hoax. They didn't really believe that it worked. They thought he was doing it some other way. He's like, well, I can prove it to you. And they went, nah, I'm good. They didn't really become like commercially used in military applications for like torpedoes and shit until like World War II. But by that time he was already dead. Oh, they're playing the long game. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God it worked then. What's the patent on this one? Yeah. Thank God. Otherwise Hitler would be, uh, we'd all be speaking German now if it wasn't for Tesla's remote control. Was it torpedoes that won World War II? Is that that what we were saying? No, I'm making a joke. It was American determines. Yeah, when you're a full-fledged Canadian, you'll understand my Canadian. When? <laughs> when? Uh, uh, we're all about to be Canadian at this point. All right. He all right, he invented radio. All right. Tesla invented radio at this time or discovered or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Marconi was credited. Giuliano Marconi was, uh, they both patented radio at the same time. Okay. The same year, 1897. Marconi was credited for the invention, but six months after Tesla died, the courts ruled that patents, uh, Tesla's patents came first. Marconi was using 17 of Tesla's other patents to create the, the device that made the radio. But they say that Edison actually backed Marconi in the legal battles and shit like that and got it passed because he still had shit tons of money. He was still like General Electric. He was still a big part of that. It wasn't like Tesla where he just kind of Thanks for the money. And then fucking. So he backed him just to get. Oh, spiteful. Yeah. Uh, right till after his death. And six months after he died, they said, oh, yeah, Tesla actually invented radio. Tesla's the radio guy. I just want people to know that. I always thought it was Marconi, but it's not. It's fucking Tesla. Anywho, Tesla, 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 Tesla set out to prove he could send his radio signals across the world theory, but he couldn't do it in his Manhattan lab anymore. It was getting too small. So he moved to Colorado Springs. He got a lab built out there. He'd spent like the last 10 years experimenting with this wire, wireless transition shit, wireless transmission of energy shit. He just needed more room to have giant Tesla coils because that's how he was doing this stuff. The Tesla coils that he was having, he was scared he was going to burn down his fucking uh, lab again. So he moved out there. He even got he even convinced the El Paso power station to provide alternating current energy for free and another hundred thousand K he got from somebody else to actually do more experimentation on this. So he got free energy. The guy with giant Tesla coils, they said, here, have free energy. Like I said, he was trying to transmit radio signals to Paris. Instead, 
one night he was getting signals from one of his more powerful and sensitive radio receivers and he couldn't explain it. So he instantly went to the media, told them about it and said it was probably aliens for which he was highly, highly criticized immensely in the media right away, instantaneously. He stuck to his guns though. Uh, He said the message was too mathematical for it to not be an intelligent species uh, he said, math is the universal language. When we talk to the extraterrestrials, it's going to be with math. It was three dots. What he heard? Beep, beep, beep. That's math. Which is also S in Morse code. So what they think now, after thinking about it for a while, fucking Marconi was doing similar shit on the other side of the world. And he was just sending out signals trying to reach over there too. But Tesla caught onto his fucking signal his S from whatever the fuck he was trying to spell. And Tesla went right away. Like, Nope, they're from Mars moron. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was also experimenting uh, in the Colorado with just lightning blasts, seeing what he could do with it. He would light up the fucking Colorado skies with his uh, 135 foot long lightning blasts. He would just like, what, how big can I make them? That was the biggest. He got one 40 meters, which is 135 feet. That's terrifying. Jesus. He did it so much that one night he burnt out the generator in El Paso, causing a power outage for the entire region. Giveth and taketh away. You dumb, dumb power people. You didn't ask if he had a Tesla coil. You're dumb. With all his new knowledge from Colorado, Tesla moves back to New York in 1901. He meets with JP Morgan about getting funding to build a giant radio transmitter in Long Island. Now, successfully, he actually successfully convinces jp morgan to get to build this which is shocking because jp morgan made all his money off of oil and shit he's talking about free energy for everyone so i don't know how he convinced fucking jp morgan must have been before he was into oil or some shit well now in corporations they were probably like free for everyone yeah the world's built on utility right like that's a huge part of the economy is just utility consistently paying for shit oh yeah they were gonna figure out how to charge for it yeah well tesla would say like he later on, he would say, like, I figured out a device that would cost less than $50 and last for 500 years and be the size of a watch that would take power. Like, that's crazy. So, yeah, he convinced JP Morgan, which is like $4.5 million to go build his uh, super tower building. The catch was for Tesla to be able to get this money, he would have to give 51% of all of his patents, present and future, and all of his inventions, present and future. So Tesla's like, that sounds great. Yeah, he's a genius. Good idea. And then he set off to build what he called Wardenclyffe. He named his building Wardenclyffe, like his his staff. Uh, My staff of Wardenclyffe. It sounds like a a nerdy thing again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a a mage. Before his his tower, he got a big guy. He hired a fancy schmancy architect and started building this big old tower. It's Tesla Tower. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of it. It's, It's gone now, but it was there. But before it's even built, while it's being built, he's already experimenting. He wanted to fuck with Marconi because Marconi got the inventor of radio status out of him. He wanted to send it over. He wanted to get over the fucking Atlantic before Marconi. But he also wanted to harness the power from the atmosphere and provide free energy for everyone. But while this was happening, while he's building that, the El Paso Electric Company sues Tesla for the blackout. And Tesla's forced to shut down all of his Colorado station. And then he put all his shit into storage. So he was already having some financial difficulties and he ran out of money while constructing Wardenclyffe. And he went back to JP Morgan and said, I'm almost done. Just give me some more money to fix it. 
I'll, I'll make it good. And he's like, ah, you can go fuck yourself, bud. No more money for you. So it never out actually got built to full capacity because Marconi actually beat him and got his radio transmission sent across the Atlantic. And he was called the inventor of radio after that. He won a Nobel prize for the invention of radio. JP Morgan and the world, frankly, was smitten with Marconi uh, and the world, frankly, was also smitten. And they took their money out of Tesla's pockets and put it into Marconi's pockets. This guy can actually get communication happening. Tesla's taken too long. From here on in, Tesla's still well known, but he's on a downward spiral into what I think of when I think of Tesla, which is the mad scientist. Okay. He's uh, losing money on everything. Uh, bad business deals all around. And he was also drumming up lots of debts at various hotels he was staying at. He would just go to a hotel, ring up a fucking gigantor bill, move to the next fancy motel. Incredible. His electrical equipment from the Colorado thing was a year in storage before he had to sell it all to pay down debts. The only businessman that Tesla didn't think he got screwed by, George Westinghouse, dies not long after in 1914. They were mutual friends and loved each other for their entire life. The same year Westinghouse died, he's evicted from his New York office and nearly kicked out of the hotel, the next hotel he went to. And I only say nearly because he had to give the deed to Wardencliffe to the hotel owners to pay for his gigantor hotel bill. So he lost his other building. It's all within like two years. Shit. In 1915... Tesla and Edison were said to be winning the Nobel Prize. It was like posted in the New York Times that they were going to win that year's Nobel Prize together for physics, but they didn't. Nobody really knows why that changed. They think maybe either A, it was mishearing or misinformation from whomever the reporter was, or they think that Tesla refused to be lumped in with Edison on his discoveries and Edison refused the honor just to spite Tesla out of the $200,000 or $20,000 prize money. He wanted fucking Tesla to die destitute. So he's like, I don't need a fucking Nobel Prize. I'm already a millionaire. Fuck you. <laughs> so they, they got it denied. And it went to uh, Bragg Boys, father and son scientist combo who used x-rays to determine the structure of crystals. So that's kind of lame compared to radio. Like one of them still uh, very relevant. By 1916, Tesla is penniless, begging the state Supreme Court to waive his unpaid taxes for Wardenclyffe and then he declares bankruptcy. Most of his patents had run out by now, and he had no new inventions uh, he could sell to the market. And do you guys know how patents work at all? Vaguely. Pretend, pretend I don't know everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> when you get something patent, patented, it's yours for 20 years. Anybody who wants to use it for that 20 years has to pay you royalties. After that, it gets out of patency. You can keep it in there, but it's really complicated. Most people just let it run out and move on to the next thing. Uh, once it runs out, they can do whatever the fuck they want with your invention. Doesn't have to go back to you at all. So you get 20 year period of earning on invention. Good job. Tesla in his entire life had over 300 patents. Uh, very few ended up being commercial, uh, commercially valuable, uh, except for the AC motor, neon lights, x-rays, so a few things, but nothing huge, nothing that kept him afloat for very long. And then in 1917, so a couple of years after he didn't get the Nobel prize, he won the Edison medal for a career of meritus achievement in electrical science, electrical engineering, and the electric arts, which must have fucking just pissed him right off. He won the Edison award. What do you guys think? Of, what do you guys know about Edison? Edison, what? He invented the light bulb? Is that what you guys think about it? Like, what was Edison? I mean, I, I thought he shocked an elephant to death. So my whole world's 
The entire floor has been removed from underneath me. <laughs> now, Edison didn't even invent the fucking light bulb. That's what they always say. He marketed the light bulb. He made his mm. money figuring out a way to sell it. It was already invented prior to him by 17, a group of 17 people. He just took it and went, bring it to the market. And this is actually what Elon Musk, the current owner of Tesla Motors, which is named after Nikola Tesla, says about Edison. As far as role models, um, I think, you know, it's obviously some of the, the obvious role models. I think Edison was certainly a role model, um, probably one of the biggest role models. Um, Did you study Edison's <coughs> life? Or? Yeah, I read books about him. Absolutely. Um, and, um, and it's an interesting contrast, like Edison versus Tesla, because interesting, you know, the, the car company is called Tesla. Um, and the reason it's called Tesla is because we use an AC induction motor, which is an architecture that Tesla developed. Um, and the guy probably deserves a little more play than he gets in current society. Um, but on balance, I'm a bigger fan of Edison than Tesla, um, because Edison brought his stuff to market and made those inventions accessible to the world, whereas Tesla did, didn't really do that. Right. Um, he says, I, Tesla was very important. We called the company Tesla because of AC power that we use and all that stuff. But if I were to, uh, pound for pound, if I were to pick, I like Edison more because Edison took his ideas and brought them to market and made money off of them. So, well, yeah, that's what he does. Exactly. But my point is he named it after fucking Tesla because Tesla, anyway, it's just fucking hilarious that Tesla not being about money made you not worthwhile in America. Welcome to America, baby. Let's let's not entirely blame America. That is inherently capitalism in defense of America. Yeah. And, and America is the biggest capitalistic democracy in the world. But hey, and they don't influence everyone hey. on whatever they're doing at all. So it doesn't really matter. I guess it's not America's fault, but Let's be honest. Thank you. <laughs> Unless you're being sarcastic, in which case I don't pick up on your Canadian. <laughs> maybe when you're full Canadian, you'll understand my Canadian. Maybe, maybe then. So, yeah, he won that uh, that medal for uh, the Edison medal, which must have fucking pissed him off. But he actually he didn't go to the award ceremony. He just got the medal. He actually took the medal, but he didn't go. He couldn't do it. Yeah, it's probably worth something. Yeah. The, uh, the government that year in 1917, they went and blew off. Uh, blew up what was built from Wardenclyffe Tower, thinking that the Germans were using it to spy on the Americans in World War. <laughs> yeah, they went and blew up the tower. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a yeah. very American yeah. thing. I love that. Yeah, I bet it was under the guise of saying it was the Germans, but literally the president was just like, "It looks like a spooky mage castle." Get it? <laughs> yeah. Who's the, the president the- then? Wilson. They it didn't. They only knocked over the tower. They left the rest. Of- it was Wilson. You're right. I vaguely know when who was president, <laughs> unless their name is uh, what's what's the one right now? Biden. Yeah, <laughs> it's easily the most forgettable. <laughs> uh, forgetful is what you meant to say. He doesn't even fucking remember he's president. <laughs> so the rest of the building was there. They just got rid of the tower um, and actually it was purchased recently to make a Tesla museum on Long Island. So that's kind of cool. If I, ever go, if I ever get to go to the States again, I'll definitely go check it out. Oh, shit. Are you banned or what? No, it's just I, I pandemic. Keep talking know? shit on America. Yeah, you will be. The first question at the border is who was the president in 1917? Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. Dub, dub. By 1912, Tesla started to become more and more recluse. Uh, his signs of OCD and odd behavior 
started to show. This is what I was talking about earlier with his trauma with his brother. OCD is usually linked to childhood trauma. I'm not going to tell you, I'll, I'll get into it later because it's part of one of the theories, but he had major OCD and his, some of his shit was showing. It was starting to get weird. He started to take care of pigeons near uh, in all the little parks around uh, New York. If he found an injured one, he'd bring it up to his hotel room and like mend their broken wings and shit like that. He says later in life, he could communicate with the pigeons he cared for. All right. One pigeon, especially he, he grew to love. He is quoted as saying, I loved that pigeon as a man loves a woman. And she loved me as long as I loved her. There was a purpose to my life. So he probably fucked the pigeon. That's all I'm saying. He fucked the pigeon maybe once. He might not have. He was asexual. So maybe he just wanted to reproduce with it. So he let it lay eggs and then he put a, <laughs> some kind of vibrating coil in his ass to stimulate his prostate. So he would come all over the eggs. And then sadly, they one of them must have been infertile because it just wasn't working. I was so specific you you added an <laughs> oscillator oh yeah you guys got hung up on the vibrating thing doohickey <laughs> that, that asexually makes him uh jizz yeah asexually i got you now because he can't get hard yeah. everything makes sense okay he said that that pigeon died in his arms in 1922 and after it died and his heart died in its wings he, yeah he said the death of that pigeon was a sign that he'd completed his life's work <laughs> he killed a bird <laughs> like i was telling you earlier tesla developed a pattern of not being able to pay his hotel bills and getting kicked out moving somewhere else then he'd get sued and sell some stuff or move to a similar a smaller office to make up for the debt tesla had also even though he was like kind of a dirtbag that way he'd also won a, a shit ton of awards and honorary things during that time as well uh mostly over in serbia he got a bunch of like grand crosses of the orders of whatever the fuck. There's like a bunch of of the orders. He won a bunch of shit. He was still holding on to his AC power fame. Tesla coil, mad scientist. It's not like he went to obscurity yet or at all really in his life. Yeah. Like I said, Croatia has him on their currency. So when Santa Kasanovic, Kasanovic, which was Tesla's nephew, but he was also the Serbian ambassador to the U.S., was visiting New York City in 1926. He meets Tesla for the first time. Santa Kasanovic was the son of Tesla's younger sister, and he was also to be heir to the Tesla estate when he died. He ends up being a pretty important in his life, so I figured I'd mention when he met him. So on July 10th, 1931, Tesla turned 75, and he received many congratulatory letters from prominent scientists, including Albert Einstein. They were all congratulating for making the cover of Time Magazine's uh, Time Magazine for just being himself, which was released 10 days after his birthday. At the party for the Time cover, Tesla had such a blast, he decided to make this an annual event for his birthday. So over the next few years, he would spend lavishly at these birthday parties uh, with food and drink for everyone. He would also invite the press so he could regale them with his inventions and stories of past exploits. He would also give them his views on current events and some baffling claims. By this time, everyone already knew he was kind of a kook because of all the uh, OCD things he was doing and ripping off all the hotels in New York. Yeah, here I'll go through some of the, through some of the OCD things. He was obsessed with the number three, couldn't touch hair. He claimed he only slept two hours a night and he worked 
uh, from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. each day, with supper always beginning at 8.10, all divisible by three. Uh, he'd go back to work at 9 p.m. till 3 a.m., all divisible by three. Uh, just a bad scientist. There's other things we'll get into more later, but he, he was already known as a kook. So these parties were kind of interesting for the, for the fun, right? Also, 1931, just after his 75th birthday, Edison dies, and I'm sure he went and pissed on his grave. They weren't happy with each other their whole life. Tesla's new yearly birthday tradition in 1932, Tesla brags about how he invented a new motor that harnesses the power of cosmic rays. Everyone was impressed with that. 1933 party, Tesla claims he was on the verge of producing uh, proof of a new form of energy. Tesla also bragged that the new form of energy violently opposed Einsteinian physics and the device uh, to harness it would be cheap to make and last for 500 years. Tesla also claimed he developed a new way to photograph the retina to record thought. He's going fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is a bit of an understatement. Tesla still roamed the hotels until January 2nd, 1934. In 1934, Westinghouse Company was still around and they looked at the 78-year-old Tesla and they said, you know what? Instead of all these lawsuits, this guy's our star inventor. He made our company. We'll just pay his hotel room and we'll give him $125 a month as a stipend. They were just scared that all the lawsuits were going to cost more. Just He's almost dead. Let's just pay for him. So that's what they did. So he ended up at the New Yorker Hotel. And he lived there for the rest of his days. At the 1934 party, Tesla told reporters that he designed a super weapon that would be powerful enough to end all wars. He called it the Teleforce. Today, it is more well known as the Death Ray. Mm. It's freaky, right? And where the fuck is it? Yeah. At the 1935 party, this is when he's 79, he went on about cosmic rays again. But this time he told the reporters about the oscillator. Yeah, the earthquake machine, the same one that made uh, Twain shit his pants. Uh, Tesla claimed that the oscillator could create an earthquake, like I told you earlier, that could take down the uh, Empire State Building with five pounds of pressure. He also said that he had made an earthquake so badly in his Manhattan lab, that's why he actually moved out of there because he was scared he was going to break it, uh, the rest of the city with his earthquakes. So a lot of eyebrows got raised over that too. That's another weapon, right? Really. At the 1937 party, he told reporters that he had built demonstrated and used the teleforce so he claimed to have built the death ray he was just waiting for a good time to release it to the world because he didn't trust everyone waiting for the good time waiting for the good time later that year tesla was out feeding his pigeons and he was crossing the street and got hit by a taxi he was 80 years old i think at this point no one really knew how badly he was hurt but he's definitely hurt a lot Uh, he just never went to the doctor to get it checked out couple bruised ribs for sure the fucking taxi smoked him On January 7th, 1943, uh, he stopped doing the parties after this. So after this year, so I'm, I'm guessing he lived in pain for the rest of his life. Cause in 19 January 7th, 1943, Tesla dies in his room at the New Yorker from a heart attack at the age of 86, never having sex. Did I mention that before we got, we asked about that, right? Modern day incel, somebody called him, but like incel stands for involuntarily celibate. He's just a cell. He didn't want to fuck. So <laughs> that's all he was. He was celibate. That's it. Uh, he was an outsell. Yeah, exactly. He said that uh chastity made him more creative. It's murky to me because I was kind of reading a few things. It's murky to me if he never actually fucked, but he was definitely celibate for most of his life. He never got married or anything like that. 
and he also claimed he also said he never got married because what good things have ever been invented by anybody that's been married like he mm. like thought a marriage would be sex is too distracting so out of his life I, I he alluded that he never fucked but he never said it outright like i've never had sex so maybe like when he was 20 you know maybe back in the day when he was gambling he's fucking too i don't there know there was a particular pigeon that caught his eye yeah, a young yeah. bird oh <laughs> they just connect eyes from one end of the park to the other yeah. just feed flying in the air squawking feathers a cloaca just spread ready to go yeah yeah I'm so twirling his mustache the birds just like <laughs> are we still trying to solve something or are we just talking about fucking birds this yeah point? whether or not he fucked a pigeon bro come That's on part of up. it we're not allowed to talk to talk about a fucked a pigeon sorry i didn't know there was rules so, yeah, he was found two days later after his death by the maid who ignored the do not disturb sign that was hung on Tesla's door. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds suspicious. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she just said, fuck it, I'm going in. They knew him. He was. Fuck it, I'm going in. He would, he would, he would not take very many people and he was nice to the maids and stuff, but he was like, he said that you had to stay like, 33 inches away from me at all times or whatever. He was all like, don't come near me. Don't touch my hair. Well, if the maids were female, that's because he, their very scent would make him bust instantaneously. Yeah. From, from being backed up. I don't want to, I don't want to lose my creativity. It's up in there right now. <laughs> yeah. So she just walked in to a do not disturb sign. I know to me, that sounded kind of suspicious, but there was no foul play ever claimed by anyone. No, it's funny to me just because of, if that was going to happen to anybody, just he puts a do not disturb sign out all the time and then fucking dies in the room with a do not disturb <laughs> sign out. <laughs> yeah, he probably just wanted to be legitimately left alone to die. Honestly, he probably knew he was like, fuck this. Leave me alone. Um, also on January 9th, uh, about hearing the death of Tesla, the FBI ordered the U.S. Office of Alien Property to seize all of Tesla's belongings. The U.S. Office of Alien Property was a branch of the FBI that was created during World War I to, uh, quote, assume control and dispose of enemy-owned property in the U.S. and its possession. To legally steal immigrants' shit. Yes, basically. Yeah. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. Go America! America. They looked into Tesla's files after seizing it all, and John G. Trump, yes, uncle of the orange one, was the one looking into it. He was a professor at MIT, and he was also a technician on the National Defense Committee. He was tasked for looking over all of Tesla's files and determine if there was anything in there worth keeping. Trump claimed that there was nothing worthwhile in the files after a three-day investigation. Trump claimed that the files were all mostly speculative, philosophical, and promotional in nature. Uh, it wasn't near, until nearly a decade later in 1952, that Tesla's estate was shipped back to his nephew, Sava Kosinovac, uh, in Belgrade after a court battle to determine the estate's rightful heir. It was packed, uh, I think it was 150,000 files were packed in 80 trunks and shipped over to Serbia, to Sava. To this day, Tesla's influence is all over around us and is probably one of the most important inventors and figures in history. So the mystery here is... What did he have in those files? Did he have all the things he said he claimed he had? Was he a crazy person? I'll, I'll go through the theories here. But did the U.S. give everything back to Sava? Did the U.S. even get anything interesting? Were there something even more crazy going on? So 
let me go through a few things. What so far? What's your thoughts on this? This is a little different because it's not a whodunit. There's no straight answer to this. Like, right? No, this is this is totally speculative. I love it because in, in my head now, Donald Trump inherited a death ray, yeah. and <laughs> but he's he's too stupid to know how to use it, and because he's all about like just being rich in appearances, he just brings people over. He's like, look at this. That's that's Nikola Tesla's death ray. My it's uncle Tesla's- gave it to me when I was a boy. It's the greatest death ray there is. Yeah. The best death ray. The only death ray in existence in my house. <laughs> you, uh, you've never seen anything like this. You've never seen a death ray as good as this death ray. I know all the best death rays. This is the best death ray. All right. Is that what we're solving? Is whether or not Trump has a death ray? Because uh, yes. Because <laughs> uh, yes. We're trying to, we're speculating on what, what if anything was in those files? Where are the files? There's still files apparently that didn't make it let me just go through some more and we'll talk we'll talk about it i just didn't want to give away too much of the wad off the top so theory number one did you uh, not really theory on this one it's just like speculation number one i guess did the u.s keep some information yes it turns out they did even though for decades they said they didn't they returned everything they declassified 250 pages of tesla's files that they captured in 1943 some theorists claim that the government didn't release everything. The government admits to have lost many of the files that they kept, but I don't know if I believe that. It's probably just under lock and key lost. In 1940, J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI were watching Tesla after his announcement of the death ray. World War II was in full swing, and they didn't want the old man to release his stuff to either side of the war in Europe because they were sticking out of it in 1940. They weren't even in it yet. So that's part of it, okay? And then the day after Tesla died... His nephew, Sava, was in New York and he heard the awful news and rushed to his uncle's room to go see if it were true. His body had already been taken by the authorities by that time and Sava claims that his offices and files had already been raided. His Edison medal was missing. It still is to this day. Some of the files and theories that weren't even well known were probably taken during this initial cleanup of Tesla's body. Like he probably had stuff in there that he didn't even tell anybody about yet, right? When the estate was returned to Belgrave, Report said that Sava and the Slavs only received 60 of the 80 trunks promised. Now, is this a misspoke by the fucking American government? Like, there's 80 trunks and they meant 60. Is it a typo? Are they holding fucking a third of this shit back or a quarter of this stuff back? What do you guys think? I'm I'm curious if somewhere floating around those files is the proper way to inseminate a pigeon's egg. <laughs> Because that is a nut we have not been able to crack. Okay, I'll just keep going. Yeah. Ricky looks like he's in deep thought. You, you always say the government, you think the government probably. Like, would you, logically, I would say that the government fucking definitely kept a bunch of shit. There's no doubt in my mind. Right. Right? Well, the government would have kept everything. Because they would have had a copy of everything. The government would have, every, they, they keep a record of everything to get released for FOIAs, Freedom of Information Acts. So yeah. I would think that they still have that stuff. But that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean there was anything worthwhile in it. I mean, they can still have copies. That doesn't mean that it's worth releasing. Okay. All right. There's been lots of reports that over the years from World War II up until now, beam weapons have been in development by the different U.S. and Russian administrations. From arming fighter jets with lasers and creating a so-called bubble of protection against nuclear threat around the continent. So it's not the first time we've heard about beam weapons after his death, right? Uh, Ronald Reagan had his, uh, was it Reagan? Yep. No, it was Reagan, yeah. He had a Star Wars program saying he'd put a bubble around America and nobody could shoot nukes in. Sure, this new Space Force that fucking the, you guys started, that better have lasers. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I think. They're all uh, strategic bluffs. That's what it was. Because, I mean, everything Trump did was trying to shittily emulate Reagan. But yeah. the that Star Wars thing was a uh, was a way to get the Soviets to spend money to further bankrupt them. Sure. That's what they want you to believe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what a, that's what a government shill would say Damn, you're you're like if you think america has ever properly used any of the tesla patents no, then we you were vastly overestimating the 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 power and the intelligence of america i agree i if there was a death ray and america had it we'd be all under the thumb of america right now it wouldn't be hard Oh, yeah, you're definitely not under the thumb of America right now. <laughs> no, not, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> ju- that's just culturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, eventually, yeah, you guys are smashing us in the culture war. That's for sure. If the government did get Tesla's notes, maybe they didn't do, te- like you were saying, have they gotten and, and used Tesla's things? Maybe they were purposely holding back his information for a major reason, which would be free energy. If Tesla had his, his cosmic ray motor that he was talking about, and it worked that would like decimate the world in uh, many ways it would change uh, rich countries like my my country your country would probably lose a bunch while the, all these poor countries would be lifted up in, uh, in and out of poverty because they could power anything all the time it would just be power wherever you would you wouldn't have to charge your phone it would just be on you wouldn't have to like it would change the world right the, for rich people rich governments especially this would be something to suppress that would be good to suppress until the right moment when you essentially need it because oil's gone or there's no other way to power shit anymore right i don't know i don't believe that shit like because that those kinds of conspiracy theories always gave me because it's like if you if you really think they wouldn't figure out how to also monetize that like that is their bread and butter like it does not matter what it is it could be oh we figured out how to infinitely produce water they're going to release it immediately and it's going to be a subscription service for 1995 a month. <laughs> like they're not going to keep it hidden. Yeah. And then people just buy it. Like I need water. Might as well get yeah, it. No, nobody gives a fuck about ne- Nestle's profit margin because someone else is going to come in and beat it. Well, capital. Yeah. Capitalism co- is just all about the race to the bottom. So if somebody could infinitely produce water, it's about how much money does it cost for them to infinitely produce water. And then all that they do is they race Nestle to the bottom until Nestle has to eventually quit. And then once Nestle quits, they just raise the price on us. You're you're not wrong. While while also lobbying the government to make it illegal to go anywhere near a lake and try to get water from there. It just like it's illegal to catch rainwater. Yeah, no, you're right. It, just playing devil's advocate because I do agree. If there, there's always a way to monetize something, and they would find it for sure, especially with free energy. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just sharing why I think that I I think Tesla's full of shit. Tesla said it would be simple. That's all. All right. So theory number two. Did the U.S. give uh, other important documents to the Slavs not understanding them at the time? Now they have the shit. Absolutely the fuck not. They had Donald Trump's uncle in charge. Let's just say they might have missed something. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't. I don't know, man. He sounds a little bit smarter than the Trump that we know. He was a professor. He was a smart ass dude, for sure. The the acorn falls very fucking far from the tree. He might have been an MIT professor, but did he start his own college? No. Our Trump no, did. That's true. Your, your Trump, <laughs> your Trump also failed his own college quickly. Like, Not only did he start his own college, he fucking took it down. You know what else he did? He started his own steak company, and that failed too. That doesn't make him a genius either. Hey, it's not his fault that nobody eats steak. All right. <laughs> 
We all know that. This is not marketable. <laughs> he tried to make steak happen. Every businessman, you know, flubs now and then. And now today, nobody eats steak. So he had to move on. Listen, I don't blame him. Everything for him was going great until NBC kicked him off The Apprentice. All right. It's NBC's <laughs> fault. That is actually true. They should have just given him the Emmy that he wanted. It's the fucking, it's the, the screen guild, whatever, whoever does the Emmys. It's they're, it's their fault. It's what it is. The, so the Americans didn't, that's what your, your theory right off the top. They didn't miss anything and Belgrade has nothing. Okay. Well, let's go through this anyway. All the stuff that was returned, the 60 trunks that they got were put into a Tesla museum in Belgrade. It also has the ashes of Tesla in, in there. And if you guys want to look them up, you can. It's uh, it's on a weird pedestal with like a light shining down from the roof in like this dark room. It's fucking weird, uh, but it's there. Like I said, he's celebrated there. He's on the currency uh, for many years after the all the stuff was brought there. It was hard for anybody to go look at the Tesla Museum at all because it was a communist government and the communist regime was uh, at war with America. So they weren't letting Western scientists in to look at any of the shit. Um, so there's a possibility there as minor as it is that Tesla's stuff was so far advanced because a lot of the stuff that Tesla, a lot of the stuff that Tesla patented at the time is only coming into, to like relevance in the past 20, 30 years. They might've not even understood what they had there. And the death ray may not have made sense to them at all at the time, but now they fucking pop it open. They go, Oh, with now with Bluetooth and blah, 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 whatever the fuck's going on. This makes a lot more sense. Is it true? With, Probably with not. If you're telling me that the Serbs invented Bluetooth in order to death ray us, I'm fucking terrified because the Serbs do not like us. <laughs> Man, I don't know how I, I feel about Can- I don't know how I feel about Canadians. I know they don't like Americans. I don't know how I feel about it relying on Bluetooth. I can't get my fucking <laughs> phone to connect to the car reliably. Well, you know, you need you need a death ray. That's yeah. right. I, I'm just saying that whether it's Bluetooth or whatever, it's just something yeah. that now that we all use, who the fuck knows what it is? Maybe it's Bluetooth is the key to the death ray. I don't fucking know. The death Probably ray not. requires the pin, but I lost the instructions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I know what tried the zero, 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 zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's not letting me pair. How am I supposed <laughs> to kill someone? Did the Slavs pull a fast one on the U.S. government? No. This is another theory that's out there. It's a weird one. Seems unlikely, but I'm going to say it, okay? So maybe Nephew Sava was there before the government cleanup and took the files as he left. And then he was the one who put up the do not disturb sign. Not that he was maliciously killed his uncle or anything like that. His uncle just died while he was there and he went, time to seize the day. So he empties out the whole room of all its files and takes all the, the prototypes and shit like that. Gets puts up the thing, gives him a couple days of like him and his Slavic fucking government lackeys come and take all the shit. And then someone finally comes in two days later, goes, checks on him, and he goes, what? Americans took everything. This is bullshit. And just blamed it on them. (laughs) Where are my uncle's files? Yeah. (laughs) Is that probable at all? Probably not. I don't think Slava or any Sava was sitting at his uncle's house. The stinky old fucking. Yeah, that was another thing I forgot to mention. Everybody that knew Tesla said he had the cleanliness of a fucking donkey. He smelled like assholes. Oh, goddamn. So I think if that that theory can hold water for me, if my other theory is kind of right and there's nothing in there was useful, if it was inherently embarrassing 
his nephew just got in there and destroyed that shit himself and then was like, oh, where is everything? Because for all we know, it was just hundreds of pounds of documents just detailing the beauty of a pigeon. Yeah. You know, just go just just the way that he he would stroke their faces and. How beautiful the nostrils on their beak were. And yeah, it's a novella of a man and a yeah. pigeon falling in love. Exactly. Just hundreds of love poems <laughs> re- referencing aviary creatures. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I even wrote that. That would imply that there's nothing of value in the files because yeah. the former Yugoslavia would be a technical marvel with free energy and a death rate to scare everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that's true either. Now, here's another theory. Tesla, Tesla, I did it again. Tesla actually had the death ray up and running and he was murdered for it. They say Tesla died of a heart attack. I know he's old and this is what happens to old people. They have heart attacks and shit. But other than that, uh, being old, he was a vegetarian. He exercised a lot. He was up and down stairs all the time. He was in good shape. He didn't live. He didn't smoke. He didn't drink. He was living a pretty good lifestyle, faking heart attacks (gasps) not the easiest thing to do unless someone's in on it with you right what if he accidentally killed himself with his own death ray could be it's just a heart attack ray fuck yeah he was just like in death. front of it like trying to like tool it and then it just like <laughs> pow just instant death yeah uh sure uh this is where the theory goes with this though they say that i don't know if you guys have ever heard of this before but in serbia on june 30th 1908 there was an explosion that flattened 200 square kilometers that's half a million acres for you guys of forest in Serbia. And it's never been explained to this day. And that, it, that would be an explosion a thousand times larger than the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. This explosion is known as the Tunguska explosion. Have you guys ever heard of this? Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Various explanations to the explosion over the years have included like asteroid impact, UFO crash landing, antimatter mm. from space, or even a black hole passing through the earth. Some theories claim that Tesla did test his death ray while visiting Serbia because he was in Serbia at the time this happened. And he saw the power of the death ray and dismantled it. So no one would ever use it. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe the government agencies found this out and put him to bed for it. The government agencies, all of them. American. See, I always thought that was God trying to correct the aberration that was the creation of Serbia. But I'm Team Kosovo, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. at this point, yeah. Team Kosovo. Yeah, you got to know that uh, this was also uh, the lens to the theory that America was just entering World War II when when he died. So maybe they always kind of knew, but they didn't give a fuck because he's a crazy old man. And then when they're about to jump into World War II, they said, well, let's go get the fucking death ray. If he actually has it, he blew up fucking Tuscunga. Let's get him. Let's go get it. To me, there's a little bit to this. I don't think it's real, but they've never explained it. Tesla was there at that time (laughs) and said he had a death ray. Maybe, maybe it was just an asteroid, probably just an asteroid, but no one saw the asteroid. They just heard the explosion. There was no evidence of uh, meteorite pieces anywhere, but it could have just blown up in the explosion itself. Was it his death ray? Mm. Doubt it, but maybe. All right. Possible. This is the last theory, and it's kind of my favorite. Nikola Tesla was an alien or from the future. He was ahead of his time in a lot of his... uh, I I already reject that. No, he's from the future. No, I reject the alien thing. Because why would he blow up his spot by being like, I found aliens, huh? No. <laughs> I, think, I think it was the butterfly effect, and he couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that he was time traveling. He didn't figure out like Ashton Kutcher. 
right? Yeah, it took him a while to figure. And out. I think he just he was like, I have a perfect memory, and he actually was <laughs> traveling back in time, remembering his own life. Okay, mm-hmm. well, one of Tesla's last. I'll go with the alien side, then the future side right after. So, one of his last patents uh, was called. It was a flying machine. It was like half helicopter, half airplane but it kind of looked like a modern day ufo a, a modern a modern day ufo like the 2021 yes the modern day model yeah tesla motors ufo no it looked like the classic disc shaped object flying through the air uh, but it didn't fly because he never got to work sorry it would have been powered by anti-gravity fields this is where einstein's like when tesla was met mocking einstein for his theory of relativity he said that curvature in space doesn't happen it's it doesn't work that way if there's a curvature that would mean that gravity force would be having to straighten it out and he was going to harness this the straightened out gravity from the curvature of space i'm not a fucking scientist that's what i get from it curvature of space doesn't happen without gravity pushing back on it okay so he figured he could uh, get that that's how he would get his death ray to work all this shit worked off his anti-grav bullshit i figure if that was a real thing it'd be ready already maybe not Back backpedal for just a moment. Sure. Poor distant franchise Nikola Tesla was shitting on Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah. He said his theories don't make sense. He 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 respected him, and Einstein even said that Tesla was smarter than him. Einstein was like Tesla's the smartest man that's ever. That's lived. because Einstein was too humble, a pedophile, but humble. Yeah, well, I think anybody back a hundred years ago is a pedophile. We've been doing these stories. I, I'm surprised Tesla hasn't fucked a child. I, I would like to know how old that pigeon was. <laughs> <laughs> in order for a famous guy in the 1800s to not be a pedophile, he had to absolutely abstain from sex of any kind. Yeah, because that's the only people left. Yeah, so he was saying there's another force coming to play here. Dynamic theory of gravity. And it wasn't taken seriously at the time because Einstein and an Einstein is a fucking genius. Right. And Tesla never published these uh, thoughts he had. So it kind of went into relative obscurity. Uh, but in the late eighties, or I guess in the 1980s, scientists were setting pulse, a uh, pulsar. It was called PSR 13, 1913. And it proved some of what Tesla's theories could have uh, been. And it rang true because they proved the existence of gravity waves, which basically is what he was describing. Beyond that, I don't really understand. So maybe there's something to his anti-grav thing and his uh, UFO shaped thing. Now, weird side note on the whole UFO thing. The first UFO sighting, uh, major sighting, uh, most documented first sighting is in 1947 Washington, only a couple of years after the U.S. stole his files. So maybe they got it up and going and it's just been the U.S. experimenting on planes the whole time. Uh, like they've been saying, that's a possibility for UFOs the whole time. It's just Tesla. See, that's just such bullshit to me because they would have come out with it by now and found a way to like explain it or do away with the idea that they stole it somehow. Like they wouldn't just not use that technology. Maybe they are. I find that difficult. One of the one of the guys, the the lead scientist, fuck, I should have written down. The lead scientist of the Manhattan Project was said to have met up with John Ford, or Ford, fuck, John Trump, sorry. And he supposedly looked through all Tesla's files, so maybe they found something in there for the A bomb. I don't know. That makes sense to me, though. If if there's that, that's what I'm saying. Like if if he secretly somehow the atom bomb was in there. Okay, well, then they took that and then they used it. Like right. the idea that, you know what I mean? Like it would have come out at some point. They're not going to waste it by being like, 
we can't use it yet because of, of power hierarchies and capitalism. Like, no, they, they would take it full advantage of all this shit. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but maybe they are using it. You just don't know. I can't imagine that we would not, we would be death raying Pakistani weddings if that were the case. Maybe we're death raying fucking lizard men in space. <laughs> Maybe they are death raying fucking Pakistanis. Like, what do you know? <laughs> like, I, I know they're missile bombing them. So I feel like they want to be a bit more efficient. I'll give you that. I'll and give you that. Here's a, here's where it gets a little wild with the alien thing. Okay. They're one of the FBI files that was released with those 250 pages in 2016 was entitled Nikola Tesla is a Venusian. And it goes on to talk about how Nikola Tesla was from Venus, which that's a released file from the government. I think it's a fucking bait. I think it's just bullshit from the government trying to see people actually reading these things. But they also say there's another thing with the Tuscunga thing that I didn't talk about. Uh, It's a wild theory I saw, which I liked. So I'm going to say it. It's that wasn't an asteroid. It wasn't a death ray. It was actually aliens dropping off a power source for Tesla and it smashed into fucking Serbia. Tesla went and picked it up and it was basically so Tesla could get set up with wireless energy. So when the aliens actually came with their ships, they were already ready. There was already infrastructure for them to charge their ships and stuff like that. So Tesla was like an advanced recon trying to get here, bump us up a notch in technology so they could come here and take our shit. Gotcha. I got excited. I thought you were going to say it was Mark Twain shitting. Yeah. <laughs> that was the real bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the Tuscunga Twain fucking catastrophe. I'm going to give you the best shit of your life, Sammy. <laughs> that's basically the alien stuff that's there, that he was an alien. Uh, I'm not going to go over what it said in that fucking file from the government. It was stupid. Talking with the aliens. You're right. He wouldn't have given that up. I don't think. Now, the future thing is I only saw a couple minor things about this, but just seeing how the world is now and how it's progressing with all of our ice caps melting and blah, 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 the wars and the blah, blah, blah. So they just sent somebody from the future who knows the problems of the future to come back, bring the technology he needs, but he couldn't compete with the fucking assholery of Edison. And he was shut down by a fucking greedy 18, 19th century fucking inventor and Hell lived yeah. the rest of his life in obscurity because he couldn't get a foothold in the wireless uh, energy thing to save the world. So it's just actually repeating itself. Now, if if it was if I, I feel like if it was known time travel and his job was to get the technology out there, he had the per- perfect way to do it. Just staying with Edison, taking that bullshit pay raise and just nonstop helping him. Right. And then he also gets to put it under a pseudonym, you know, of Edison, where he never actually exposes himself. So nobody looks into him as being a time traveler. So yeah. I feel like that's perfect scenario for a time traveler. If you know I'm with you there traveler. and I bet that was the plan. But Thomas Edison was such a dick that he just could not help himself. Well, that's that's where Tom, Tom Edison kicked a fucking pigeon yeah. one time and it well, was you gotta over. Think of it for, let, let's think of it from, yes, from what you're saying, that would be a logical conclusion for people that lived in this time period. But if you're thinking some weird uh, enlightened celibate future, but he didn't live in this time weird, period, enlightened celibate time future that I don't even want to be a part of. Uh, I want my dick sucked every once in a while. I'm cool with that. I'm like going celibate, like a weirdo, but maybe he was so like, his ideals were so different that he wanted this world to survive. And he's watching the epitome, the guy 
he went right to him instantly, right? He went right to Edison. As soon as he got to New York, I'm Edison's buddy, okay? But then he noticed how much Edison was just a, such a capitalist, the biggest part of the problem. He is actually creating the problem right now, and I'm trying to help him with it, and he doesn't listen. He calls me a fucking idiot every time. And my ideals are so different. Fuck it. I'll do it myself. I'm from the future. I'm smarter. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, just- I will say, though, him, him being celibate, him being celibate does help the time traveler idea because butterfly effect you don't want to have a child in the past you screw everything up but i I don't know i mean he's already going back and you know introducing a different form of current but maybe maybe he maybe he has a computer overlord that works for him in the future that he needs to help power in a more efficient way we have no idea yeah i'm gonna go with time traveling okay let's talk about time travel for just a second so you think that when people this is not uh, that's not how I believe time travel is where you come back, you're in the same area and you just change and things could change. I think time travel, it doesn't really exist. I think you can dimensionally warp yourself into a different timeline considering we're at a fucking uh, multiverse anyway. So you can't go back in time and fuck with the past because it already happened. All you can do is go to the past of a different timeline that hasn't happened yet and fuck with that timeline. That's what I think about time travel. So there's no such thing as butter. There, there's no such thing as butterfly. Okay, so this guy watched Avengers Endgame. I got it. Uh, I, I hear you. <laughs> no, I think there is such thing as even if even in your multiverse theory, there's such thing as a butterfly effect. If you listen to the bald lady who who does her time shit, the guy that comes before Benedict Cumberbatch, and your whole multiverse theory. Yeah, but they they don't do they don't do multiverse theory because they wouldn't be meeting up with each other in the future. It would be a different Captain America, or that's it, the, the time travel and fucking. Uh, event don't get me started with the fucking time travel it's fucking terrible it's the worst it's stupid makes no sense makes zero sense why are you not saving fucking scarlett johansson's life why are you just going back in time and just sitting there why don't you go save everyone's life asshole you could just travel to wherever you want captain america just go save everyone's life stop it from happening the whole time no i know know it's off topic but i'm I'm grateful you say that i also thought the end game was stupid i thought it was great actually anyways so yeah what are we gonna go with boys we gotta go back to tally time traveler because i think it's funny I, I think definitely time travel i just don't think he knew he was a time traveler i don't think it was as organized i think if it's organized you don't ever hear about him he doesn't want to make himself famous he doesn't want to earn six million dollars if he's a time traveler yeah, yeah. right you the people that get sent to the past are the ones that know how to keep themselves lying low and they change one thing and then they off themselves and you you hear about yeah, you know but he's a blip yeah, on the radar well, that makes sense and and i forgot to mention this about the whole like him having different ideals he didn't care about money right he just gave up all of the shit all the time and that would be all of our myself included everybody's like if i told you to quit your job i'll pay you like seventy thousand dollars a year to do this or a hundred thousand or whatever the fuck it was you'd be like yeah of course i would you wouldn't be like well, hold, no, on, hold on i love my stand-up no i wouldn't hold on no, Hold on. what is this <laughs> i don't think you could pay me enough money to quit my job and do this <laughs> i guess i'm like tesla i'm not doing it for the money i just enjoy my job f- from the future no <laughs> yeah but it's the dark future where they figure out how to control the populace and make us all slaves yeah i'm i'm from the future and they said no matter what you do join this fucking podcast that's on a private patreon they, we really need you to do that easily do this is podcast this, uh, is, for seventy thousand dollars a year but when you said this i was worried it was like fucking a pigeon abigail we figured it out i need you to come take notes abigail okay what do we well, figure out? I'm going to, you know what? Record this. We could just send Tally the, the recording of this.
All right. That's when uh, you press the record button. It says okay. record on it. Is that it. the red one? Oh, oh, oh okay. Got thank it. you, Got it. RJ. That would have been a missed opportunity for sure. <laughs> Tally would have never gotten that. Okay. Nikola Tesla's files, or Nikola Tesla just in general, is from the future. Okay. He's ahead okay. of his time. He came back, pretended to be Mr. What, what are we talking about with the butterfly effect here? Gets, give me some more on this. Give, give, give her some. Yeah, Nikola Tesla. I think if you've ever seen the butterfly effect where Ashton Kutcher finds out that he can travel back in time and eventually strangles himself with his mother um, mother's umbilical cord. I don't think Nikola Tesla ever figured it out. He's been time traveling the entire time and he just thought he had a photographic memory. Yeah, and he did... Uh, did he invent these things? Did we come up with that? Did he invent all the things he said he invented? Or is that just memories from the future? I think he definitely invented these things. I think this dude had death ray in his heart. Um, and I, I then think that the U.S. government probably stole pieces of it um, at a later date. But I'm sure a lot of it just didn't work. Or, or to RJ's point, I think we would know about a lot of it by now, such as the atom bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so... And what do you think? Did the Serbs get any of his info or is that all like poor shit? I personally do not think the Serbs got any information. Perfect. Tuskunga, was that him, RJ? Uh, that was Samuel Clemens shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and Abigail, don't don't stop recording. Tally needs to know this, that the, the umbilical cord strangulation was the director's cut ending of the butterfly effect. I have only ever seen a director's cut. I have only what's the what's the uh, there are actually two cut? other endings. Um, uh, Ashton Kutcher uh, just passes the the girl on the sidewalk and 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 chooses not to like ever be in her life. So that got released in the movie yes. theater, then obviously. Yeah. Okay, not the umbilical cord because I that blew my fucking yes, mind. yeah. Because uh, we we saw that on the DVD uh, several years later, and I was like, damn, that was dark. So yeah, not the. <laughs> Not the theatrical release. Okay, so uh, what do you think the director's cut of Nikola Tesla's? What's the real ending? What's the director's cut ending? Uh, he well, according to your multiverse theory, there's every ending possible. All, all of his pigeon human hybrid babies strangle themselves inside <laughs> their eggs. That's why he can't get the pigeon pregnant. Abigail, can you make sure to uh, just label this? tape before you send it to tally uh tesla the pigeon fucker and uh oh my god we have to use tapes ben park still hasn't paid us yet and uh the only paying customer we have is celeste and she's fucking banned from the store for a bit hmm. oj did oj pay any of you guys have you heard from oj abigail i have not heard from oj or okay sorry have you heard from orenthal um, no Orenthal either. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that may not be true. She doesn't know how to answer the phone. So he very well could have been calling. <laughs> well, if she doesn't know how to answer the phone, she didn't hear from us. Yeah. She's not lying. And we still might've, yeah. Um, fuck. Okay. Are we going to get a computer at some point? Maybe get an email address set up? I think that's a question for you, Abigail. For, for me? Um, yeah. Yeah. 
computer. Um, yeah, I could probably learn that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I think we have a beautiful... That sounds promising. Like I said, label that, send it off to Tally. Do you need any money for shipping or for... for... Can you you can pay for that for us, um, right? I, I think yeah, I think I can handle the shipping. Um, I'll I'll take that out uh, on my way out of the office and ship it tonight. That's that, and you got to go to you got to go to the mail, the the post office. The you post office. Yeah, I know where that's at. I can make it there. He's bluffing. She's gonna drive it there herself. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Sally. It's Richard. Good. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I, I did it. Did what? The I, I you called the dicks to solve a Nikola Tesla's missing papers. Oh, yeah. You guys never got back to me, so I, I kind of did it myself. But that's cool, man. Congratulations. I'm glad you solved it. So did I. Oh. For fuck's sakes. I, it's not my fault. You don't want to pay us at all for none of it, eh? You probably already figured it out. You did it yourself. You know, yeah. You know, just because we're both suck at, like, communication, like, yeah, I'm just not going to pay you. Okay. Shocker. The guys are really going to be pissed at me. I told them, I was like, Tally's, it's not your fault. It's really, I got to fire Abigail. She's oh, no. Be. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm not going to fire her right away. I got see how she's just new maybe i'm not gonna fire i don't know but my god she was supposed to tell me it took her three days oh no well i figured it out in two. Oh, all right i'll send you each a lock of hair how's that sound okay thanks that's valuable in some circles i'm sure <laughs> you can say it's from rapunzel if you'd like you can make up a nice story Watch Private Dicks, and I think RJ's the funniest. What? Come on! Today are promos from a show called Tapes from the Dark Side, hosted by the great TZ Borden. I love the show. Go check it out. Tapes from the Dark Side. Tapes from the Dark Side. Tapes from the Dark Side. Is an awesome new true crime podcast. What motive could a father have for hurting his own son? What dark secret is Mark Redwine hiding? In season one, the host TZ Borden investigates the curious case of a missing 13-year-old boy and the father suspected of murder. Please go search Tapes from the Dark Side on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tapes from the Dark Side. You should give it a good listen. Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're going to stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spinoff 
I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16-episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode, and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of Unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And if you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude. You're the best. Thank you.